Welcome to Money Talk with Tiff, a podcast where we discuss everything money from tips and tricks to current events. Follow me on my journey to become debt-free and meet other cool people along the way. I am your host, Tiffany Grant. Now let's talk money. Hey everyone, so welcome to another episode of Money Talk with Tiff. Now on this episode, I don't have any guests. <gasps> Can you believe it? I decided to give the guests a break um, for the next couple of weeks to round out 2019. So with this episode, um, I just wanted to go over some fraud tips because yesterday I went to almost an all day um, workshop on financial exploitation when it comes to the older generation. And it just angered me so much that people are out there preying on, um, you know, seniors. And not only seniors, but people are preying on young people as well, college students, pretty much anybody can be a victim of fraud. So I just wanted to share some tips that I learned from that workshop and also um, some tips that I just do on a daily basis. So um, first of all, definitely keep a shredder handy, okay? Because I know I mentioned this in another episode, but any piece of mail that comes to my house gets shredded. If it has my name, my address, which is everything, it gets shredded Um, because I feel like that's your first line of defense. A lot of people go dumpster diving, um, a lot of fraudsters, because they're looking for that credit card statement, that utility bill, you know, all of those things things that you think nobody would want, including yourself. (laughs) Um, But there's people out there waiting for that information. So definitely, definitely, definitely shred. Um, Now, if you don't have a shredder in your house, you know, look for community events where they will let you bring your documents and shred them. Um, I know here locally in Greensboro, um, they happen quite often. So another thing that I do is I freeze my credit report. Now, I think I talked about this on another episode, but I never did a blog post or um, a podcast episode on how to do that. So definitely look for that. Um, Probably is gonna be a blog post so you can have it readily accessible, but freeze your credit report. Like if you are done buying houses, buying cars, you know, at least for the time being, applying for new credit, freeze your credit report. So I do it, well, I did it, and mine has been frozen for maybe about two or three years now. Yeah, we'll say two years now, because I bought my house. So I'll say my credit report has been frozen for two years now, and not only does it keep fraudsters out of my credit, so opening new credit lines, that's what freezing is for, but it also keeps me out of my credit. (laughs) So believe it or not, um, it's also a deterrent for me. So I have been in situations where I'm walking through Walmart and an AT&T person's like, hey, would you like to get our internet? Now, you know, I I talk to them. I'm like, oh, this is a little cheaper than Time Warner, which is what I'm at now. You know, let's go ahead and do it. Then they go and they try to pull my credit report because, of course, everybody wants to pull it for everything. And lo and behold, they don't have access because my credit is frozen 
frozen. So I have to go through a process, which is really not difficult, but it's not something that I'm doing in the store while they're waiting. So then it gives me a minute to actually think about that thing. Do I really need this new internet service? It's only saving $5 a month. Do I wanna go through all of that trouble for that? Probably not. So it actually helps me from making split second decisions. So I highly recommend freezing your credit report. It's something that I do. Um, another thing is when people call you, um, because we've been having a lot of scam calls, a lot of robocallers, um, like it just seems like they're on overdrive right now. Um, so I highly recommend don't answering calls from numbers that you don't recognize. Like you should see my missed call list. It's huge because I'm not going to to answer a phone call and it's gonna be, you know, an automated person or a scammer on the other end of the line. Now, be careful because I've also learned that some of these scammers will ask you questions like, can you hear me now? Just so you can say yes, they take that yes recording and they use it for other things. So when if you do answer the phone, don't say anything, just hang up. Or if you think it's a legit company, you know, don't automatically say yes, or I can hear you or things like that. Just ask where they're calling from, what is this in reference to? And from there, you can determine if it's legit or not. I will tell you that government agencies will not call you. Um, so the IRS will not call you. They send letters, which I learned yesterday that fraudsters are getting creative with that as well. So they're sending letters to people that look just like the IRS letters. So you can't even be safe with the whole letter thing anymore. So it, it, it's crazy out here. Hey, it's me, Tiffany. If you're enjoying this episode of Money Talk with Tiff, I invite you to join me live in Greensboro for three workshops in January. They're all centered around investing because that's a topic that I love talking about. So if you want to join me, you can visit www.moneytalkwitht.com forward slash events. Again, that's moneytalkwitht.com forward slash events. See you there. Now let's get back to the episode. So one thing that I do when I am getting gas at a gas station, um, I like to use cards. So instead of going inside with cash, I use a card. It's just more convenient for me. I hardly ever carry cash. That's just what works. But at the pump, I never do debit. Okay, let me repeat that again. I never do debit because there are scammers out there and fraudsters that are taking that, you know, putting stuff on the gas pumps so that they can capture your PIN number when you put it in. So I always do credit at the pump and it's always best to use credit whenever possible because it has safeguards for you. So even if you have a debit card, um, it if it has a Visa, MasterCard, you know, a local on it, you can use it as credit as well. So definitely, definitely, definitely do that. That's one of my big tips. Um, also, don't enter sweepstakes. Um, I know I've talked about timeshares before in the past and how you can win and blah, blah, blah. Well, I learned yesterday that there was a situation where somebody entered and, you know, when you see the things that say, win a free vacation, typically those are timeshares that they're talking about. They want to pitch to you and hope that you buy. 
I hope that you don't. And then you go on your way and you get a free vacation. But I learned yesterday that not only does the timeshare company take your information, they give it out to other people. So the lady that was speaking yesterday had a example where her husband went and put his information in like, oh yeah, we can win a free vacation. And then the call started. All of the robocallers, all of the scam calls, all of those started because now they had that information. So don't really enter in the sweepstakes. If it's too good to be true, it probably is. Um, that goes without saying, but definitely, definitely, definitely watch out for that. Um, also, be careful with who you give your social security number to. Now you may be saying, well, Tiffany, that's common sense, but fraudsters and scammers are getting very creative with how they're asking for that information. A lot of times, like for instance, you might see a work from home opportunity and they're like, hey, I need your social so we can pay you as an employee. You should be skeptical of that. Um, now, granted, I've worked for a legit work at home company, but I vetted them tooth and nail and I still didn't even believe it when I got the job. Um, like I had to see the payment and everything go through for me to realize that this is, yes, legit. So I highly recommend vetting any work at home opportunities. Um, a good website that I like to use is ratracerebellion.com. Um, they're a really good resource for legit work from home opportunities. All the ones that I've seen on there thus far have been legit but like I said don't quote me because um, <laughs> I don't check it every day um, but they do have some legit work at home opportunities so I highly recommend that I would say be wary of public Wi-Fi like and I know this goes without saying, but when you're on a pub public Wi-Fi connection, let's say at your local Starbucks, at Barnes and Nobles, McDonald's, everywhere has public Wi-Fi now. But guess what? Scammers can be there with you and they can log into the system and get the information that you're trying to transmit back and forth via the Internet. It's crazy, but it's true. And I know a lot of people do a lot of work at these cafes and things, but Please try not to do, you know, stuff where you have to put in credit card information and, you know, socials and things like that. Try to be on a private Wi-Fi for that type of stuff. Only use the public Wi-Fi to do basic searches and things of that nature because people are out there waiting for this information, waiting for you to do that. Another thing is watch what you share on social media. So if you know anything about Money Talk with Tiff, you know I'm very active on social media. I mean, I post multiple times a day on multiple different platforms and I love it, but you need to be careful what you post because believe it or not, people are looking for that information. I made a mistake one time where I was trying to give somebody a resource and I mistakenly um, took a screenshot that included some personal information about myself. I hurried up and deleted it, but it just goes to show you that you never know <laughs> when you might be oversharing something. Cause I was just trying to share something about, um, it was about, it was tax time. So I was sharing something from the IRS website. I didn't even know my personal information was gonna be on it. And just I luckily caught it in time where 
hopefully nobody really saw it. So definitely be careful what you share on social media. Um, you know, you never want to share your phone number, your home address, um, payment information, things like that. You know, if I if somebody wants to DM me about something, you know, I'm like, hey, send your email via DM. Don't send it on, you know, public social media because you never know who might take that email address and send you something and you think it's me, but it's not. It's somebody else that's just trying to get your information or you think it's a company and it's not. They're just trying to get your information. I've actually had a lot of that going on um, with Apple spoofs. So, you know, my son, he downloads a lot of games and stuff on his iPad. And sometimes when he downloads a game, I'll get an email and it'll say, hey, we detected fraud activity. This is the game that was downloaded. Is this you? Blah, blah, blah. And see what I do is I expand that email address to see if it's really Apple sending me that email. And it's never the real Apple that's sending me that email. So definitely, you know, make sure you keep a close eye on what emails are sending you things. It could look like somebody you know, it could look like a company that you use, it could look like somebody that you're trying to get help from. Just make sure you're extra careful with that. Um, let's see. Also, most of my stuff is a, I do electronically. So I do electronic statements, I do electronic payments. And a lot of times that's more secure than doing paper now because like I said, we have people that are diving in dumpsters, people that are going through mailboxes. So the days of sending in checks, you know, via mail, the days of getting your statements via mail, um, those days are really numbered because people are out there trying to get access to that hard copy information. And usually companies have secure platforms where you can put that information in and get that information securely. But also you gotta be careful with that because we've had how many breaches this year and last year? Um, you know, one of the main ones being the Equifax breach. So, you know, it's, it's really difficult, but try to stay alert. There's people out here that are preying on you and preying on everyone around you. And we just gotta make sure we take care of ourselves. So with that, um, I know I have so many more tips, but I think those, those are good to start with. And I will see you next week. Um, I'll have another solo episode. And thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Money Talk with Tiff podcast. For free resources and materials, head over to moneytalkwitht.com. And while you're there, why not sign up for our newsletter so you'll never miss an episode. Talk to you soon.